Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I gotta ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Nation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the community. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or know of an entrepreneur, a small business owner looking to advertise on the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have... We going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post-roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash btw podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's ko hyphen fi dot com forward slash btw podcast and one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee you all know i like coffee so shout out to latoya shante soul inspired kimberly hall and kim isaiah that's why i'm all hyped up on this coffee this is tommy mitchell formerly of Shut Up Tony, the podcast, and currently the co-host uh, with India Cook on the Run Duo podcast. And um, I started my podcasting back in July of 2017, and Derek posed the question, like, where was my mind at at the time uh, when I, I posted that first episode? And I got to take it back a little bit. When I originally got the idea to podcast it was because i before that i had actually been helping uh, michael martinez run family um or run fam uh put on virtual races and i kind of felt like I, I didn't enjoy that as much because i'd rather run races than put on races and then uh at the time even though i've been running for years i really around 16 2016 2015 around that time I was reading a lot of books on running, trying to get faster, trying to find ways for my training uh, to help me more 
during race time. I wanted to get I wanted to get a sub four um, in my marathon. So I was reading a lot about running, and I just felt like I wanted to pass this information on. Now I I, I was not under no illusion that the information I had was some kind of magic trick, but because some of the information that I used from these books worked, I just wanted to tell somebody. I just wanted to say, hey, check this out. This is a book I read. This is the information it gave me, and my times are dropping because I'm using these training techniques. And at first I thought about doing a blog, but I hate writing. So I knew that wasn't going to work. So I heard a few different podcasts, um, behind the wheel, rambling runner, though they were at their beginnings. They probably had started maybe a few months or, you know, half a year, maybe before I actually posted the first shut up timing, but I heard him and I said, you know what? podcasting might be the way to go. Um, I've done stand-up comedy. I've worked in sales where, so I'm used to doing presentations and speaking. And um, my family, we are full of storytellers. We love to tell, you know, stories of things that happened to us. We like, and you know, like to be a little bit comical. So I felt like it was a perfect marriage of the information I want to give out as well as I get to talk, which I enjoy doing. And I get to talk about running, which I enjoy doing. Um, in the beginning, I, I didn't really think about interviewing people, but um, it's kind of boring just talking to yourself. So that's when I decided, hey, maybe I should also incorporate interviewing other runners. And it's really, it wasn't anything spectacular. It wasn't like I was trying to change the world. I just really enjoy talking to other people about running and I was going to record it and I hoped it was entertaining and other people enjoy hearing this information as well. And that's pretty much where my head was at um, before posting that first shut up Tommy. And the crazy thing is that first shut up Tommy, the person I interviewed was India Cook, who is now currently my co-host on the Run Duo podcast. Hey, what's up, Derek? So I wanted to go ahead and send you my audio in regards to why I started a podcast. So obviously my first initial thing was because Tommy asked me to do it. I was already content creating in regards to vlogging. I had taken a little bit of break from that because of the complexity of, of vlogging. And I just felt like podcasting was another way to do so. Um, and I also think that I realize that people receive content in very different ways. So although we may feel that people are not supporting us, we have to understand that there are some people that like vlogs. There are some people that like podcasts. There are some people that that like blogs, like reading written things. And I, I felt like the vlogging thing and the podcast thing would be two different streams of providing content. And because I just love running, being able to provide that content on that level was very important to me. Also, I felt that as a female, there's not many female podcast hosts, especially female African-American podcast hosts. Um, I feel that podcast is kind of on getting on the up and up. And I feel like there's a lot that I can give. I love talking about the sport of running, not just racing, but also running. And why not give a better perspective from how I see running? Um, because my my world and how I perceive running and my feelings about it are and could be very different than your regular or average person that is out was out hosting podcasts prior to me doing it. 
I also felt that I could not relate. I did listen to podcasts prior to becoming a podcast host, and majority of the podcasts that I listened to were very stat-driven, very elite-driven, and not your everyday podcast, not your everyday casual runners that have a 9-to-5 job or have a daily job and that are running to do it for just fitness and enjoying. Um, majority of the podcasts that I was listening to, even though I liked them, they were particularly for elite runners and talking about kind of just elite only. And I felt like that was something that I couldn't relate to us. So I, in my mind, I said, why not think about and talk about things that are relatable and the major bigger population of people that are runners are more casual runners and they're not of that elite spectrum. So the other piece of it is that we, I know that I really wanted to be able to give the platform to people that did not receive it through media um, and just any other app channels. I found that there's a lot of athletes that are doing amazing things out here, but they don't get the recognition that they should. So I really wanted to develop that platform. And when me and Tommy came together to discuss the run duo, it was more so interview based and also talking about our journey and kind of what we do on a daily basis. But we also interview people that to be able to give them that platform and to show people that there's amazing people doing amazing things, even though you're your major broadcasting channels and things of that nature may not be giving me giving them the recognition. And lastly, I'm going to stop. Um, I want to be able to give content, and this is for my blog and the podcast. I want to be able to give content to inspire people to continue to, to get out there and run. I really, and this is something that is more so for the Mouse from India brand, I always say I want to make running less intimidating and more accessible. And if you don't talk about it, if you don't discuss um what running is, if you don't kind of expose people to what it can look like, expose people to the different individuals that do participate in the running sport, people won't get into it. Hi, Derek. Thank you for asking this question. And for your listeners, my name is Alex. I'm the host of a podcast called Time for Your Hobby. And I started my podcast back in 2018. And what really got me into it is that I had another friend who said she wanted to start a podcast. And I thought to myself, well, why don't I give it a try? And to go back a little bit further from that is that I used to produce music and rap and do all that stuff. So I had all the equipment and people said that I have a radio voice. So that kind of encouraged me a little bit. At first, it didn't because I didn't want to just do a podcast or a radio show where I didn't know what I wanted to talk about. And when it came to the point where I chose a topic, honestly, it just came out of the blue. I'm like, hobbies. Cool. And then I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool, actually. I uh, didn't second guess it. And then from there, right now I have over 163 episodes recorded, but 99 released. Either way, like I have a lot recorded ready to go. And honestly, it's a great experience because I get to talk to people from around the world about topics they are passionate about. And I'm not an expert at all. So I feel completely comfortable asking all the questions at the top of my head. Kind of sound like an idiot, but I'm learning at the same time. And it really turns into a perfect blend between a conversation and an interview. And for people who are interested in those types of podcasts, like doing those, you don't need to follow a mold. There is no perfect formula to do a podcast. You can do whatever you want to make yourself happy. The important thing to remember is to find a topic that you are passionate about. So you don't, you don't necessarily need to follow a trend saying, let's say, true crime or anything like that. You can, but find a topic that you are really passionate about. So later on, you can say, yes, I am really enjoying this. So it feels less like a chore. And you do not need to post every week. 
you're like, I didn't start off like that. I posted every two weeks and now I'm posting every week because I love it so much and I record ahead of schedule. But the idea is I found something that I really am passionate about and I could look back at it and saying, you know what, this is cool. And if I'm having a long day, I can listen to an episode saying, oh, cool. This is, this is a great conversation. Maybe I'll give this hobby a try. Maybe not. Well, when I say maybe not, maybe I'll try it later on. I have a lot of interviews. So this is technically my hobby, which is meta, but I really do enjoy it because I get to talk to people from all walks of life from around the world about their hobbies. So once again, thank you, Derek, for asking this question. And for people who are interested in starting their podcast, I do have a Google Drive document with a bunch of tools and resources. If you are interested, shoot me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. And I'm more than happy to share with you because I want you to start your podcast. Try something new because you have a lot more to gain than to lose. So thank you and good luck on your podcasting journey. So you wanted to know why I launched my podcast. Um, I think the biggest driver behind that was inspiration. And I think that's one of the greatest gifts you can give individuals, um, inspire them, empower them um, to get out of their own heads, the demons in their heads that tell them they can't do something or to help them deflect some of the naysayers that they have around them. Uh, my podcast was based on not only uplifting and, and talk, telling good stories and funny stories, but uh, the basis behind any of those stories was how a, a person was able to overcome some sort of adversity or challenge and, and B, just showing people um, what's out there, like how people had an idea and they were able to bring it to life. Um, Sometimes what I find is people that um, are surrounded by people that are just normally doing their regular norm and they've never done anything outside of that. And what I wanted to do is show people that or give them enough drive, if you will, to combat those forces. Um, a lot of times when you are embarking upon something that you've never done before and, you know, you test drive it against your inner circle and they're, they're just constantly humdrumming on without stepping outside of their norm, you're faced with a lot of negativity. And I wanted to change the narrative or give people enough uh, direction or drive or energy, positive energy that can help them to keep going even in the face of adversity um, that was a big driver for me was also showcasing specific examples of not only ways that I may have done it but also and the challenges that you face not let me take a step back so not only the ways that I've done it but the challenges that you face when trying to overcome the naysayers and and some of the internal conflicts that you may have questioning yourself what you know can i do this so i wanted to bring that to life and bring it to the forefront because i feel like that those are things that just people don't like to talk about and then i also wanted to showcase individuals that gave examples of just the innovative ways that they have done things to change the direction of their family from a financial perspective um i thought that was particularly for for people of color and I've only showcased people of color um, with the exception of one person, but I wanted to show that because I think it's a very important for us to see those positive images and, and hear those stories. It's inspirational. Well, the primary reason I started the podcast was because I was motivated by watching you do your thing, uh, look behind the wheel. I saw the way that you engaged your audience um, and you grew it. You, you engaged your audience from literally I watched you start doing it with the 
just you, you know, talking and going to your, you know, doing your normal Dunkin' Donuts run. And it's grown and grown and grown into this fully formed thing. Uh, and now you're, you're doing interviews with different people and it, it's a, it has a very professional feel. And I knew that I wanted to express myself but I didn't want to do it the way you did it. I said, I can't do it the way Derek's doing it. I need to do it the way I express myself. So I knew I couldn't be moving because just because that's not how my thoughts get fully formed. Um, I knew I wanted to sit behind a desk, get a microphone and block out all my distractions and write some stuff down and then bring my ideas to the listener in the form of content that hopefully resonates with at least one of them. And the things I try to talk about on my show are stuff like current events, uh, health, whether it's we're talking about mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health. Um, Justice. Sometimes I want to intersperse some humor, um, but I'm not naturally funny. Ha ha. I'm not naturally a comedian, but just if there's something funny, I'll, I'll add that in there. Um, so that's what I try to do. And I think that I've done a pretty good job with reaching some people. And what the main thing is, is that I just want to stay true to the ideas and concerns that I have and not present content just for the sake of saying something, just for the sake of saying what's popular today, because I think the listeners can hear that. The listeners know when you're not speaking about something that you don't really care about and you're just doing it for views, you're just doing it for engagement. I think the listeners are smart and they can recognize authenticity. So I just try to stay authentically me. And if what I'm saying and what I'm bringing forth to you, presenting to you resonates with you, you know, it's coming down your street and you say, Hey, you know, I could use whatever is being presented to me right now. You know, I could use some of that. I needed that today to get to my day. Then cool. If not, then there's a million other podcasts uh, out there for you to get what you do need. But I wanted to make sure that I represented my age bracket with concerns that reflect our age bracket. And I think we've done a good job of that in the year that I've had to show up. And I'm looking forward to taking the show in a, not a different direction, but a more polished direction in the next 12 months, uh, but still with the same content, the same type of content. Um, so yeah, that's, that's why I do what I do. And I have a, a, a good time doing it and been blessed to do it up to this point. Tell me what's on your mind, baby. 
So you asked what made me start a podcast. What was I thinking about? Why did I start it? Um, What was my experience, right, in the beginning? So the beginning stages, um, like I've shared before, I was already setting up um, hosting bar talks, discussions um, in the community. And we would also go out on location. And sometimes I would set up in studio. But typically, we were already in bars or in a bar and specifically um, in the Woodbridge, Virginia area. Well, back in maybe 2017, I wanted to go um, into podcasting. Um, I saw it come in. I saw um, that, you know, that podcasting could live forever. Um, I knew that physically, you know, emotionally, financially, I mean, I looked at all these things and I knew I did not want to be setting up all the time. Um, in studio or out at bars and things like that, you know, kind of competing with whatever that bar was um, doing that day, serving the um, the patrons. You know, I didn't want to continue to compete with that. I wanted to have a, um, a space that was created for intimate conversations and why not podcast. So I had um, gotten invited to take my show to a different studio and um, I was like, okay, cool. You know, I can do that. But when I presented my proposal to the, um, the producer of the show, a black man, he said, no, podcasting was not the way to go. It was becoming obsolete and that um, I need to be in front of a camera. Um, Queenie, you know, your bar talks, you are the bar talks brand and we need you on the network. We need your face. And um, I felt a little bit um, discouraged. Um, needless to say, I didn't go with that particular um, network. Um, and I was a bit salty. <laughs> I was a little salty because I just felt like he did not know what he was talking about, to be quite honest with you. Um, uh, intuition told me something different and I needed someone to believe in that. And so, uh, you know, a few people supported me. Some didn't, some didn't even understand what podcasting was. I mean, they, you know, they just knew Queenie showing up, you know, hosting the show. Uh, so I just started podcasting. And I was working with a few people that didn't necessarily know the ins and outs of podcasting. I had been studying it. Um, I'm such a visual learner. I needed someone to show me the ropes versus telling me. Um, so I was, you know, collecting, you know, and, and engaging with a few people here and there, reaching out through social media and various places. I would go to different support groups um, about podcasting. And honestly, it wasn't a lot of people that looked like me there. So I knew at that moment that I was onto something, to be honest. And um, and so I just kept going and, uh, and I pushed and pushed and pushed. And And I had help, but again, if you have help that doesn't really understand the vision and doesn't really understand um, where you're trying to take it based on their inexperience in a thing, like a lot of people were just inexperienced in podcasting. I was more experienced in podcasting because I listen to podcasts on a regular, like I run outside four or five miles to a lecture. You know what I mean? So (laughs) I listen to TED Talks, not because someone forced me, because I want to. (laughs) So, um... So podcasting for me, it was, it was natural. It was a natural progression. Um, but somewhere in my head, I kept hearing that brother's voice telling me that uh, it was going to become obsolete and that I shouldn't do it. And so I struggled internally with that. But, you know, even though I struggled, I continued to order 
you know, microphones. Um, I continued to learn about sound and, you know, all these other, I didn't have an, a MacBook, you know, but um, I saw a lot of work being done with MacBooks and here I am with an Android and an HP PC, you know, and so I, I kind of kept feeling discouraged, but I was like, whatever, you know, um, I know people that are podcasting with just, you know, a raggedy cell phone and a record or a recorder. And then they just post it up there and they just do use some nice graphics. And I'm a little bit more meticulous and a little more um, calculated when it comes to thinking things through. So I'm like, huh, I should be able to drop something as well. And so I did, you know, I mean, I had a lot of shows I wanted to transfer, um, the audio from, or to extract the audio from, and, and you know, that, that were originally in live in this studio and I had a lot of content. And so since I wasn't able to do that, I kind of felt like I had to start over. And sometimes you will, you know, you will have to start over. You will have to, you know, begin again and again and again. And, you know, people won't believe you, won't believe in you. They will, they'll just be waiting to see what you're going to do. And then maybe they'll applaud you. Maybe they'll give you a high five, but the grinding is going to be on you. The thought process is going to be on you. And it, was, it definitely was on me, you know? So once I finally decided I'm not going with, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into the studio anymore. Um, I'm going to stick with this. I did just that. And now look where we are. Here it is. I've been podcasting now for um, a lot of things I didn't release because I would just podcast and listen to myself and then I would critique it and be like, it ain't good enough. Um, but here we are, 2020. And there are so many podcasters out there and there are a lot of podcasters of color out there. When I was going out to these meetings back in 2017, I can tell you it was not many people that were podcasting like me, that look like me at all. And when I go in a room, it'd be a lot of men that were podcasting. And if they were black, they were men. And it would be maybe one or two of us, us kind of, um, you know, out of place, urbanistic chicks, you know, of color <laughs> sitting in a room, you know, filled with a whole bunch of other people, you know, that's been doing this for a long time or, you know, what have you. So, um, it's come full circle. So to the brother that said it was going to be obsolete and to the brother that said that, um, no, you know, we need you, your face in the camera and we don't want you, you know, behind the scenes podcasting. people ain't listen to it anymore. Um, you're wrong. You were wrong. And I even now see them themselves, the same people, because, you know, we're still in the same circle. They're podcasting. They're putting a lot of their, their, um, their, um, team on social media in a podcast platform or on a podcast platform. Isn't that funny how that works out? <laughs> but listen, no shade. It's all good. Um, there's room for everybody and what is for you is for you. Um, and I believe that we should all have the ability and opportunity to live out our wildest dreams. So if podcasting is your dream, do it. There's someone that's going to listen, you know, and do it. Just do it. Don't don't let no one stop you from, from doing it. Um, there's a lot of resources out there. Um, but you're your best resource. Do it. So, your girl, Queenie Love, from Bar Talks. Um, wishing you all well on your journey. Happy podcasting, everybody. All right, Derek, what's up, man? Uh, so, you asked me to uh, send you a quick little video about... Um, what the process was, you know, the reason why I started a podcast and what the process uh, was like for me. Um, as far as the reason, the reason um, that I started the podcast was because at the time I was on social media, 
I was uh, developing and learning and sort of uh, reaching out within the running community. And I was realizing that there were just lots of uh, stories that were being told. You know, different people were expressing their experiences through Facebook or through Instagram. And I'm consuming these uh, bites at a time. But what I realized is that, you know, in everyone's individual story, there was a little bit of commonality. It was like a common thread uh, that went through each person's story. And I really thought to myself that these things should sort of be combined and put together and told as a single narrative, you know, like a perspective on what was occurring in the running community. And it was there wasn't anyone telling the story at that time. And so I thought about different ways I can do that. I considered doing a, a magazine or maybe like an electronic magazine. But at the time, I was listening to a lot of podcasts, and that seemed to be the best way to tell a story. Um, so I think that was really the, the genesis of the idea. And I knew I didn't want to do it on my own. You know, I wanted uh, some other people that I could feed off of. And, you know, and that led me to you know, eventually reaching out to Roy and Omari just to get a wide perspective on the events that were occurring. And I, you know, it allowed us to, in a friendly way and in a casual way, be able to tell our story through banter and back and forth conversation. Um, and that is what eventually turned into the Real Runners of Atlanta podcast. Uh, we labeled it Real Runners of Atlanta because at the time I already knew that perhaps we wouldn't be or I wouldn't be the best person to tell this story. I was very confident that the story needed to be told, that the narrative need to be, needed to be distributed. But that maybe I wasn't necessarily the best person to do it. But I thought that this could serve as a proof of concept. If I could do this and we could keep it going for a while and just show people that there's another way to present our story, that we could consolidate our story and that it would draw attention and it would draw interest from people, that there was something, that there was some meat there, something that needed to be told, then we could do that. And um, honestly, I feel very happy and very proud that I feel like it was a great success. You know, after our podcast, it led to many other podcasts, including your own. You know, I'm a frequent listener of the Behind the Wheel podcast and all of the other wonderful productions and perspectives that are put out there uh, from different people telling the narrative from from their from their end. So I, I really enjoy that process. That's really the, the genesis story um, for how uh, the, the podcast started. And as far as the process, the process really was just one big learning opportunity. I had no experience whatsoever with publishing a podcast or with running a website or any of that stuff. So, you know, I just went out there and had to learn from, from step by step, you know, what type of equipment I needed, um, what type of uh, distribution platform I wanted to utilize, how to get my site, uh, how, to, how to get the podcast to be accessible to different people from different platforms. And so I just sort of learned step by step. And the podcast grew with that. You know, you listen to some of the earlier podcasts and you could see a lot of the struggles and limitations. And then by the time it got towards the end, you know, we were in such a flow, we were in such a groove that the process was a lot smoother. Um, so that's really the story of where the podcast came from and the process on uh, how it got from where it started to where it ended up. And again, I'm just very, very proud and very happy to see all of the wonderful podcasts like your own out there that's keeping the story going and that's telling it from a different perspective because people care. And we can see that now even in the major publications, how they're tuning in to our podcast to hear our story from our perspective, from the real people on the ground that's doing it. So keep it up. Um, thanks for even uh, reaching out to me to get this information. Um, always supporting you. Hold it down. Shout out to Behind the Wheel. Peace. Nothing happens until I sit in the chair at my desk and write 
Lately, with everything going on, sitting in the chair and writing seems to be the last thing I want to do. Writing allows me to escape, to create, to dive deep into my mind, but instead of putting my ass in the chair, I get caught up with further activities. Some are productive, others are mindless escapes. Mindless escapes and purposeful, intentional escapes are not the same. Are the destinations different? Do I end up at the same location after the adventure? For example, sitting in an armchair being entertained watching a previously watched DVD scrolling through my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook feeds while attending a masterclass is different from intentionally sitting down to create. An intentional escape in my mind is different. I'm engaging my mind. I think about writing while I'm driving around, but lately I haven't been on the road, which begs the question as to why I haven't fully taken advantage of this opportunity now when I have time to actually sit and write. I got tired of asking questions and snacking recklessly. I figured I'd get to work on creating and start answering some of those nagging questions. So here we go. Paper these days. That dirt cabinet down, one of those, one of those drawers there. Do you remember the name that ever came up? Um, no, I don't remember the name. You don't remember the name, right? That no. they used to okay. Do you remember where she was going? No. No? Okay. You know, I, I, don't, I don't really know what to tell you, man. You know, all I know is she was alive when I left, you know? And you keep asking me the same questions. I've been here now for hours. I told you I need to speak to my attorney, and you, you, you know, I know how this works out. Black man, white girl, like like I did something to somebody. We have to do our due diligence. We I gotta look into it. Then they say, hey, you know, so. You know, I really don't even remember much about that evening. I know we went to the bar earlier that night, and then, rest is like foggy, you know, but I swear, I, I ain't doing nothing to that girl, man, I swear. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today's, to today's episode. It is a an outlet, a creative outlet. But yo, like, what what do you do? All that talking and this stupid thing isn't even recording. <sighs> Shit. Well, you're recording, but I don't have the audio here. Damn it. Hey, let's just keep going. <clears throat> I'll press record because if I don't press record, then this thing will will cut off. So I'd like to thank all you guys for tuning. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and contributing to today's episode. Thank you for Tommy and India of the Run Duo. Alex from Time for your hobby. Shakira Empowers. Jim Randolph from the Irregular Regular Podcast. And Darrell Patterson, who's no longer um, podcasting, but he kind of helped to set the stage and proof of offering like a proof of concept for the running and endurance communities and, and understand like what your show is about and what you bring to the table and, and recognizing this is what I want to do and put it out there and then have the people take the ball and run with it or just realize that, you know that's not this is I just wanted to do it for this set period of time he had a goal in mind an objective went after that goal and um yeah 
And the rest is history. And you can catch them at the race. Queenie from Bar Talks. Her show used to be in the bar. And now she took it from the bar and brought it to audio. And, you, you know, you, you think about each person, you know, and I'm, I'm listening to the to the um, to the recordings as, you know, they submitted them to me. And, and, I, and I'm hearing in their in their in their voice and their, their, their passion, what they're interested in and the key things, you know, like Jim mentioned, like he realized that there was a, 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 a part of the community that was underserved. And then he's I want to bring content for that community because I feel it was being neglected. You know, Shakira empowers. She has these um the, these shows that she wants to do, and I'm I'm excited. You know, taking them on the road and then just kind of like doing like these live broadcasts and and events for empowering people. And yo, that is, I, I like um I don't you know I like books. I like reading. It becomes like an adventure for me to go on a ride or, or an, an audio. You know, sometimes you sit on the LIE. I was commuting, you know, uh, living in Long Island. But you would have time to sit in the car and sit in traffic. What else are you going to do? Look over at the person next to you. I remember one time I'm sitting in the car. True story. And I'll get back to this episode. Sit in the car. I look over. There's a white woman. You know, she's putting mask, makeup and stuff on. She locked her door. Like, we're in traffic on the LIE. She looked over at me. And was like, yo, let me lock this door because I'm like, are you locking the door? Do you think like I'm going to jump out of my car, carjack you, jump back in my car and sit in traffic? Like we're not going anywhere. True story. I can't make that stuff up. I don't know. But when I think about the, um, you know, Tommy in India, Tommy had his own show. India was doing... um, experimenting with with blogging and vlogging and you heard it in her um in her segment but then you realize you know we can come together and collaborate and then produce something of value for the running community and so if you're out there and you're thinking about doing something you know just just Whatever it is, it may start off as one thing and then you get to talking and connecting with other people and then it turns into something else. There's a word for that, you know? Yeah. What is that word? It slips me now. But, uh, yeah, there is a word for that. When you, hmm, ah. What is that word? I'm thinking it starts with a C. It doesn't start with a C. You know, the other th- the, the word th- that, w- that was with the C that I was thinking about was confluence. You know, to converge. And psh, but the, the word is synergy. Synergy. You know, you start off with one. Come, psh, it comes out better than the first one. I think that's the word. We're going to go with that. Mm. But anyhow, yo, so thank you guys for tuning in. I certainly do appreciate it. The the the, uh, the limits in podcasting is only limited to what is in your mind. Yo, anyhow, peace. I'm out. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all weekend.